So are you interested <laughs> in financing a home that you're going to have houses in just constantly underwater because your pipes are always bursting and you're always going to have to move out and go to a different hotel? That's like, exactly what Sarah does. Oh, really? She's, yeah. That's she's, right. This is the Sarah yeah. Sullivan. Uh, yeah, she just about got it finished and pipes burst again. Yeah. And, and then and then again. So that's third, third time, right, third Sarah? Time? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is the uh, the one two three Sarah Sullivan <laughs> home for happiness plan that she's working on, and yeah. she's done it with American Financing. Uh, American Financing does not make your pipes burst, though. They no. do finance your mortgage at a great rate, and she has yeah. a great rate on this home. Um, unfortunately, she can't seem to keep it out from underwater, which is a it's a problem. But you could actually have your house dry and go, going towards financial freedom, just like Sarah in, in a couple of years. When the house dries out, sure, mm-hmm. yeah. American financing, eight hundred. Well, black mold might play. Well, out. yeah. Well, that's yeah. obviously the next step. Eight hundred nine zero six twenty four forty, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. Eight hundred nine zero six twenty four forty, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. Radio show, back in just a second. so weird every day i come in and he says that and then i talk and i'm like i'm glenn beck what are the odds that i'm on the glenn beck program every day it's weird now we're making we're making i didn't get a lot of sleep last night we're (laughs) making great progress on esg i gotta give you an update oh and by the way an update on the book if you've ordered it it's gonna be out in the next couple of weeks and hopefully you'll be hopefully you'll be able to go to a store and and buy it uh but if you've already ordered it it's going to be shipped in the next couple of weeks and the audiobook is now uh, available i'm telling you the guy who read it should win a grammy it was he read it beautifully beautifully coincidentally same name as the guy who this program is about every day it's weird Hmm. it's weird but you can get it at amazon or uh Kindle, not Kindle, but uh, Audible, or wherever you get your audiobooks. Make sure you pick it up. Again, Grammy, I can see him on stage. I can see him on stage this year, accepting that Grammy. And he'll probably go off on some sort of political rant, and it will be embarrassing and horrible, and everybody will just yell at him. But I think you'd like it. All right, let me tell you uh, about our sponsor this half hour. It's the Tuttle Twins. A rising tide lifts all boats. That is a phrase that is incredibly important to the foundation of our belief in Americans. It isn't something that children uh, learn through osmosis. You have to teach them. We don't learn leftist thinking through osmosis. 
you gotta drill that into your their little heads and that's what they're being taught they're not they're not being taught rising tide lifts all boats there's a war in our country of ideology and it is incredibly important that you understand you are the only defense of your children nobody else is going to teach them this stuff no one will teach them your kids and your grandkids please every every if you have neighbors that have kids you should have this book in your home uh because you never know when you have the opportunity to drill the truth into a kid's head uh that's probably a not the best phrase to use but anyway 35 percent off the normal price they're giving away a copy of their magazine yeah they even have a magazine plus all 12 activity workbooks just go to tuttletwinsbeck.com get the deal right now tuttletwinsbeck.com but do it before friday night you'll get both bonuses and the discount tuttletwinsbeck.com oh 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 is exactly what i was thinking um listen here is some good news about the Great Reset. Late last week and over the weekend, there is there is a flood of new interest from state lawmakers looking to stop ESG and the rise of the Great Reset. You are doing your job and you are you're making a huge, huge difference. We have received uh, through Heartland, uh, which my co-author is a big part of uh, heartland and uh, they're getting all kinds of inquiries and, and uh, they've had to actually put together a team of three people at the heartland Institute that is just dedicated to helping state legislators and other state officials work on ESG issues. And the lawmakers I'm told are very clear on why they're doing this. They all learned about the great reset from either listening to the program, watching one of my presentations on ESG, which is very hard to find now, or they heard it from a member of the audience. One member uh, last weekend said he's been reading the Great Reset book and knew he had to get involved. So here's the thing. Let me give you an update on what is happening We've just learned that uh, State Representative Jake Hoffman is introducing legislation, House Bill 2656, meant to stop the ESG discrimination in Arizona. Again, it's going to be House Bill 2656 for Arizona. This one, unlike other bills, this one I think is doing it right. Most states are dealing with government divestment. This is they're saying we're not going to put any money into your bank if you are coming uh, with any kind of ESG, and many of them only really concentrate on the E. I think that's a big mistake. Um, but this one will prohibit financial institutions, banks, doing business in Arizona, either directly or through a contractor, for using political affiliation or social credit, environmental, social, governance, or similar values-based or impact criteria when making credit and other financial service decisions. That is perfect. That is just perfect. We also found out that there are two bills in Oklahoma, Senate Bill 1644, House Bill 4201, that will prevent the use of all social credit scores 
by governmental entities, political subdivisions, business or persons. Fantastic. New bill that is going to be um, proposed in Wyoming. This is new. One that will be an attack on ESG scores and social credit systems in the state. That bill will be introduced soon, perhaps as early as the end of this week. We know now of five states that are introducing comprehensive bills to stop ESG and social credit scores. So they are Arizona, Kansas, New Hampshire, Oklahoma, and Wyoming. These are the ones that are leading the way and should be considered the gold standard. There are others um, that are are making really good moves. Um, I don't think they go far enough, but they are trying to divest from anybody using the Great Reset. Groups like BlackRock, because of their discrimination of fossil fuels and related businesses, those states, uh, Indiana, Florida, Texas, and West Virginia. Really kind of disappointed in Texas and Florida, quite honestly. I expect you to lead. Uh, 14 state officials have sent warning shots to banks and financial institutions about targeting fossil fuel companies in November. It was uh, Alabama, Arizona, Arkansas, Idaho, Kentucky, Louisiana, Missouri, Nebraska, North Dakota, South Carolina, South Dakota, Utah, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Together, we estimate that there are 20 states now pushing back against ESG in one form or another, Although only five in that group have proposed bills that will tackle more than just the E in ESG. It is important to let your lawmakers know, hey, the S and the G relates to all of us. So does the E. You may not be able to get a loan uh, or be denied a loan because you're a, you know, a, an automaker or a, somebody that's using gasoline engines. Uh, you're um, you know, you're, you've got too many trucks that are running for your company that, you know, are not alternative fuels. Well, you may not get that loan. They may not get that loan to do it, but that affects you. How far do you drive to work? That is an ESG question that concentrates on the E, but it is about you, not a business. Uh, We've also been spreading the word among state lawmakers that Heartland has set up an email account specifically for state legislators and other state officials to contact so they can tell us about the work that they're doing to stop ESG scores in their states. Or if you have any questions, it's stopesg at heartland.org. Stopesg at heartland.org. The government relations team at Heartland will continue to work with any state lawmaker or state official who needs help with legislation. All you have to do is reach out and ask. And just to be clear, Arizona, Oklahoma, Wyoming are the new states on our list, and they are taking on all of ESG. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this program Thank you for contacting your House and uh, Senate in your local state. That is the way to do it. Hold your banks accountable. Now, uh, there was a story in the New York Times. Um, I mean, I if I didn't know better, I would say this author read my book 
uh, the Great Reset, because, I mean, it is almost word for word. However, the author is for it. Uh, so uh, that's why she wrote it. She, and But she said the same things that I'm saying. It's positive. Now, why would the New York Times run an MMT, you know, uh, story at the pri- at the time when inflation is soaring? Most MMT people are embarrassed right now because inflation is going out of control. However, if you read the book or you read this argument uh, in the New York Times, it tells you everything you need to know. MMT is modern monetary theory. And what it is, is we can print as much money as we want. The government doesn't even have to worry about paying it back. It can just print and print and print. If that were true, how come we're just thinking about it now? How many governments and how many gold coins, clamshells, or whatever the else people had? Why is this the first time? Somebody's like, you know what? The ocean's full of clamshells. Why don't we just go get all of them? Uh-huh, uh-huh. It doesn't work. Now, MMT, the experts in the article reason that we're, we're seeing too much inflation now, and it's not because of the Fed and the Democrats printing too much money and spending too much money. No. No, it's that there's not a sufficient number of controls, i.e. regulations, on you, and taxes on you to manipulate prices to stop inflation. This is from the New York Times. Ms. Kelton and her colleagues make clear that the pandemic relief packages did not follow one of MMT's key tenants. They did not try to account for resource constraints ahead of time. In an MMT world, the Congressional Budget Office would have carefully analyzed possible inflation ahead of time. You know, the idiots that get it wrong every time there's a bill. Lawmakers would have tried to offset any strain on available workers and widgets with stabilizing measures and tax increases. The stabilizing measures that she's talking about are price controls and more regulations on businesses. Boy, this sounds like it's going to work, doesn't it? The taxes are not taxes to raise funds because you don't need taxes to raise funds in MMT, right? You don't need to raise taxes to pay for something because you don't have to worry about it. You can just print more. The Fed can print all the money it needs. Taxes are used like price controls to punish and destroy industries that are deemed to be bad for the economy by central planners. So the idea that the New York Times is proposing is to stop the inflation crisis. We need the CBO to step up. You know, and impose price and labor controls. This is great. I love this because that's never been tried. That is what's coming our way. That's what the Great Reset is all about. That's what Joe Biden is doing. That's why we're hemorrhaging money and going to have massive inflation for the foreseeable uh, future. The thing that will stop all of this is you saying, I'm not going to play this game. I'm not. I'm sorry, but I'm going to stand up in my local state, my local community against ESG. I'm taking my money out of these big, huge banks because believe me, the big, huge, that's the Fed. That's the Fed.
The Fed is not a part of the federal government. It is the big banks. And, you know, when the oh, the president's nominated another uh, another Fed chairman and he's got to go in front of the Senate. Really? Really? The president has nominated. Well, that's the president's right. He can nominate, but he can only nominate from a list of like three people that the Fed chairs approve. Now, I've seen this before. I've seen this in Alabama. We have a document over next door here at the museum uh, from, the I think, the 1930s or 50s when they were like, you're not letting black people vote. And they're like, no, that's not true. That is not true. Black people can vote at any time in the Democratic Party. Not true. Yes, it is. Here's, a, here's the way it works. Yes, they can't vote in the white primary because that's a white primary. But once we get the primary done, they can choose to vote for that white guy. That's how they did it. We have the we actually have the the uh, voting uh, instructions and, and uh, voter tabulation where it's whites only primary. So pick from these 10 white guys, all you white people, and then when we get one that we want to run, then blacks can vote. Sure. Oh, that's exactly what the Fed is. The Fed says, oh, the president can pick, but only from this list. And, and who picks that list? All the banks. The 12 chairs of the Fed. So all of the banks. They're saying, yeah, we, we want him. So when the banks, when the Fed says, you know, the banking sector is really having trouble and we're thinking maybe we should bail them out. They're bailing themselves out. I, I, this is the biggest scam. This whole, this whole thing that we've created, not what the founders created, but what the progressives created in the last 100 years is the biggest scam. They tell you that, oh, we got to save the banks. That's saving them, not you, them. Now, you know, oh, we're not racist. We're, we're anti-racist. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Is that why you're giving crack pipes out to underserved communities joe biden what i'm just mad honestly i'm just mad because as a wealthy white man i have to buy my own crack pipe (laughs) i should be on that list too they should give them to me not just those in the underserved communities unbelievable back in a minute now, if you uh, if you if you really understand what I just said, you might want to plan for the future and call Goldline. Your financial house is going to come up against insanity. You think insanity is here? You think inflation is here? Gang, you ain't seen nothing yet. The Great Reset is here. Now you're feeling it because the average price is about to break $4 a gallon for gasoline. $4 a gallon. You know what happened in 2008? How, how expensive was gasoline in 2008 with the, the final straw to break our back? Oh, gosh. I don't have it in front of me anymore, but it was 415. Four, four, I thought it was 440 or something. Let me get up that high. Uh, no, I think it was, I think it was 415. Okay. You look, look, maybe yeah. you're right. 
Um, we're anyway, we're not far away from that. Right. Okay. And it's going to go higher and higher and higher. Please consider having some of your investments, some of the money that you have saved in gold or silver. If you don't, if you're like, I don't have a lot of money buy silver. It's cheap. If, if this happens, what I'm saying is going to happen. Gold is going to be worth so much money. Hey, can you break a $10,000 coin? No. Silver will be used. It will preserve the value. Right now, you can get a gold Indian or a $5 gold Liberty coin, um, and they're offering special incentives that they've never released before. Free gold and silver together. Call Goldline now. Find out how to qualify. 866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE. They are waiting for your call right now. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. Well, I I noticed that uh, Stu is not talking about the real story today. I'm not. No, no. We did talk about the crack pipes. <laughs> we did. We okay. did. And we're, we're both safe. upset about it. Very upset. Well, we're just upset it didn't happen faster. Exactly right. And it isn't targeting rich white people. Why don't rich white people get safe crack pipes as well? Well, because they, you know, they have so many crack pipes that the government could take one of their crack pipes and give it to underserved communities, and those rich people wouldn't even notice that one of their crack pipes is missing. Mm. Finally, we hit the level of equality we've all been searching for. There it for. is. Mm-hmm. There it is. Redistribution of crack pipes. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you haven't heard the story, that's what Joe Biden announced yesterday. But Andrew Cuomo is also reportedly expressing regret mm. over leaving office. Hmm. You sure it doesn't say not leaving office earlier? No, no. no. He He believes he has been vindicated. I mean, this guy is delusional. He's delusional. His justification seems to be, I guess, they didn't actually press criminal charges uh, from the statute of limitations. Well, the woman he groped, right? Uh, There wasn't, I guess, enough to not enough in his hand. I guess he didn't get enough of a cup. I don't know exactly what he was trying to do there, Uh. but. Uh, very sad uh, story. Uh, and the rumor is now him and Chris Cuomo are uh, pl- plotting a comeback, potentially with a new podcast. Really? Dumb yeah, and Dumber? Uh, <laughs> is that what they're going to call it? I, I mean, I think that name is already taken, but, you know, yeah, it applies so well. Maybe they can work something which out. Which one would be dumb and which one would be dumber? Oh, I'm going to leave that up to the experts. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, Cuomo is obviously dumb, and the other Cuomo is dumber. Dumber, yeah. Uh, It's February. Normally, this time of year, I've given up on my New Year's resolutions, but this year, mm -mm. oh, I'm still chugging along. I've lost weight, just like I promised to do. I'm keeping at it, though everything I think about that I want to eat uh, makes me want to ram my car into the side of uh, Burger King and steal all of the burgers. You know, was that you? Mm -hmm. I saw that on the news. Yeah, it was me. It was me. (laughs) Anyway, um, you know, what's helping me is uh, built bars. Built bars are delicious and they're made with 100 percent real chocolate. Have you tried their puffs? If not, you are missing out. They are 
protein-infused marshmallows. Fluffy, delightful, covered in real chocolate. May I just say, delicious. Uh, you can right now uh, get the fluffy uh, puffs right now at built.com. Use the promo code BEC15. Get 15% off. BEC15, promo code BEC, built.com. Welcome to, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Don't forget, the audiobook is out of The Great Reset. Read by somebody. I don't even know how they got him. I don't know how they got him. He was, he's very busy and hard to get, just not willing to sit down and do everything. But he took 10 hours uh, in edited time uh, and just read this thing. And he did it, oh, like it was written by him. Really, it's crazy. Uh, his name is Glenn Beck, and he has uh, read the new audiobook, The Great Reset. It's available now. It actually has extra stuff in it because it's my book and my audiobook, and so I added extra stuff. Uh, you can check it out now. Get it wherever you get your audiobooks. Okay. I want to tell you the story of David Murphy. Do we have any spy? Do we have any, uh, I don't know, uh, I don't know, dragnet, anything like that? Do we have? How about, how about we just use this? Every just. Can you give me the, uh, give me, give me this here, Sarah? Yeah. Let me tell you about David Murphy. Da- uh, David Mayberry. Mayberry. David Mayberry. He lives on Kent Street in downtown Ottawa. Right there in the heart of the ongoing trucker protest. He'd been told by his media, even his prime minister, that the people involved in that truck convoy were racist, anti-Semitic, Conspiracy theorists, hate mongers, bullies, you know the type. So Mayberry, David Mayberry, saw them, watched them for days, parked in his neighborhood. He watched these monsters. In the daylight, they honked their horns, stepped out briefly into the cold to stretch their legs. Then, then at night, well, he said they sat quietly in their trucks, having small conversations among themselves and maybe having a cigarette or two. But what were they talking about? Yeah, sure, about how much they hate indigenous people or something like that. David said, you know, they started looking like they weren't really monsters. So he decided to do what only Mayberry, David Mayberry, would do. He went out to meet his new neighbors in the streets. That was ugly. No media outlets were there, you know, talking to the people involved in the protest, so David did. He didn't. He said he didn't know what to expect. He was even afraid. I mean, how can you blame him? Somewhere in their truck, they had their clan outfit. Even though the clan has nothing to do with Canada, which is really, but that was the American influence, I'm telling you there. Well, he had conversations, and he's, he's described it as one pleasant conversation at a time. Every stereotype about the truckers was shattered. He realized, wait a minute, they're not racist, they're not radicals, and they're not anti-vaxxers. These are people who just didn't want to see their n- nation designate a whole group of people as the untouchables. 
Well, David has documented this now in a story you can find in the National Post or whatever they call the newspapers up there. He said, as I finally made my way back home after talking to dozens of truckers in the night, I realized I met someone from every province except for Prince Edward Island. They have a deep love for their country. They believe in it. They believe in Canadians. These are people that Canada relies on to build its infrastructure, deliver its goods, and fill the ranks of military in times of war. The overwhelming concern they have is that the vaccine mandates are creating an untouchable class of Canadians. They didn't make highfalutin arguments from Plato's Republic, Locke's treaties, or somebody else's interpretation of Westminster parliamentary systems, which I've read and I love. They, I could talk about the parliamentary system for days. Instead, they see their government their government willing to push a class of people outside the boundaries of society, deny them a livelihood, deny them full membership in the most welcoming country in the world. And they said enough. Last night I learned my new neighbors are not monstrous, faceless, occupying mobs. They are our moral conscious reminding us with every blow of their horn, something that we shouldn't have forgotten. We are not a country that makes an untouchable class out of our citizens. Yeah, that's right. That's what he did. That is exactly what he did. Mayberry, David Mayberry. Don't forget that name. This is really the solution. What he did. You know, we're flirting with civil war. That was our conversation yesterday. The right and the left beginning to think the differences are just too big. And ideas are irreconcilable. I, I mean, I don't know how we, you know, uh, we're going to end capitalism. Uh, no, we're not. You know, we're just going to have a couple of mandates here. No, 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 we're not. No, uh-uh. There are things that are in the Bill of Rights that we just can't compromise on. And that is true. However, I don't think we're as far as we are as far apart as everybody says we are. If we would just talk to each other, and that's one of the reasons why they want to make people untouchable. They need to polarize and isolate. So you don't talk to them. Because if you do, you would notice that the majority of Americans, right and left, I should say Democrat, Republican, Independent, are good. We're not the country of Twitter. And almost no one is untouchable. And that's a good thing. See, where we really differ, and let me go into Bible country. Stu, can I get an amen? Amen. All right. Uh, now, I normally don't talk about the Bible because my vast knowledge of the Bible is a little intimidating, <laughs> intimidating to some. Don't mm -hmm. you think that's to your level? Yeah. I, hallelujah. Yes. Mm -hmm. So let me tell you the story of Lot from the Gospel of Glenn. What happened? What, what was the whole Sodom Gomorrah thing about? I mean, what do you get from that? Remember, the angels come and they're like, you know, you can't destroy. What if there's one good guy there? There's not one good guy. But what if there was? All right, go find him. So these angels go down and they go into Sodom and Gomorrah and they realize, wow, this place is like Sodom and Gomorrah. It's bad. And uh, Lot 
sees them out, you know, with the people. And he's like, you guys got to come in here. I don't know if he knew they were angels or not. I'm only saying that just so you don't feel intimidated by my vast scriptural knowledge. Mm. Um, but uh, so he's he's like, come on in here. Then there's a knock on the door. And it's the mob outside. And they're like, give us those guys that just came in. We're going to do what Sodom is known to do. Bring them outside. And Lot's like, no, but you can have my daughter. Whoa, Lot. I'm thinking the angels went, Lot, that's a, not a good idea. That's no. No, he's kidding. You can't have his daughter. No, really, you could have my daughter. Just don't take them. No, he's kidding still. So what happens? They start to leave because God's going to destroy the city. And uh, for some reason, they said, and by the way, don't turn around and look at him. And his wife, lo and behold, women, you know what I'm saying? Women. She turns around. She looks at she turns into, a, you know, a big statue assault. So what do we get out of this story? First of all, Lot could have been the Mortons of that area. Okay. You could have been shaving salt off her feet. You could have been maybe, maybe. Maybe at her knees. I mean, the kids would cry. Oh, mom's lost her feet. Yeah, yeah. But we still have, you know, her head and everything. He could have have made a fortune. But did he? No. First thing I get out of this story. Second thing I get is, wait a minute. Hold on. Why would Lot say, I'll give you my daughter. That doesn't sound like something a dad would say, does it? Or a good dad. You know, I know there's some dads that are like, hey, 10 bucks. Those are bad dads, not the ones you usually find in the not bursting into flame or turning into a pillar of salt kind of category. You know what I mean? So why would he say that? Why is that in there? And how come the angels were like, you know what? I still think you're a good guy. You were going to just throw your daughter out to the wolves here. That's there to remind us one thing. You'll notice that the angels, you know, were not there for the, you know, the good, really fun, uh, you know, uh, backdoor entertainment. They were not there for that. And uh, that's what everybody in the town apparently wanted. And uh, I don't know if these angels were hot or what, but that's what they wanted. And it's not enough that they didn't participate. Get this. Not enough that they didn't participate. It was not enough. They were like, no, no, we're just here to see this guy. I mean, that looks like fun. Sure. But I think we're going to pass on that. We're just visiting. No, the mob followed them to to Lot's house. It's not okay. It's not okay. You will participate. What does Lot do? He decides, maybe if I compromise, I'll give you my daughter. Do you think that would have stopped the mob? They would have taken his daughter and the two guys. You can't compromise with evil. You can't compromise with the mob. The mob won't take no for an answer. That's why you can't you you can't live 
in the same place where people say, I just read an article this morning. Uh, gosh, who was it? It was a it was an op ed piece. And they're like, can we really even live with these people? And they were talking about the people who won't take the vaccine. Can we really even live with them? Uh, uh, what's the other option? <laughs> I mean, surely, to quote George Bernard Shaw, surely everybody knows, you know, a few people that don't deserve to live anymore. No, George, I think that, mm, I mean, maybe you wrote good plays, but I think everybody should remember that that's what you said. Forget about the play thing. That is what they intend. They will not take no for an answer. So here is the lesson. They'll never coexist. We could have a civil war and say, we could just, we could just say, hey, you pick the first 25. We get Texas, but you pick, okay, the next 25. And we'll just live there. They will not do that because you will comply. And the second thing is, good heavens, man, if your wife is ever turned to salt, just start at the bottom, shave off and sell that salt. You will be the Mortons of your day. Oh my gosh. What is Lot thinking? Patriot Mobile. Full-scale assault on truth right now. Your right to speak the truth. From YouTube to Spotify, there is a war. And you will comply or what? Well, with the help of big tech and the U.S. government, there are still a few companies that have slipped through their fingers. That's why I'm proud to partner with Patriot Mobile. This is America's only Christian conservative more, uh, mobile carrier. That's why it's so evil, right? They offer broad nationwide coverage. In fact, they use the same cell towers as the major carriers. You get the same great nationwide coverage, plus the peace of mind that your money isn't supporting things like abortions. Patriot Mobile. It has plans to fit any budget, and they provide excellent customer support. More importantly, they share your values and support religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, our veterans, first responders. You know, the things we all thought we agreed on. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code Beck. And if you're a veteran or first responder, you're going to save even more right now. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Why aren't you doing it right now? What? Oh, that's more important? Really? PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at GlennBeck.com. Sure. There's been a lot of good news this week. Uh, You've got uh, the... You know, Biden administration uh, yesterday releasing $25 billion in the frozen assets and shipping it right over to Iran. Uh, You have the crack pipe thing, which everybody loves. Uh, Free crack pipes uh, for those in underserved communities. Uh, You have the the, uh, needle vending machine uh, 
that they announced yesterday. Oh, uh, they also have uh, they want to have half of the population as a labor member. It's all good. It's all good. What could we do that would brighten your day even more? Have you heard Russell Brand uh, doing his imitation of Brian Stelter? It's hysterical. Listen. Which sounds great, but not all That's opinions really are created Brian. equal. Now, listen here, Sonny Jim. You're not only making people not trust you, you're making them not trust me. Who just wing it. Who make it up as they go along. And because figures like Rogan are trusted by people that don't trust real newsrooms. Well, like, why don't people trust me? They trust Rogan, but I'm perfectly trustworthy. Look how loose my tie knot is. Joe Rogan's irresponsible. He took horse maggot medicine the other day. Now tell me, sir, and don't tell me anything other than this. Should there be a war? Yes, there should be a war. Interview's done. I'd like to see you do that, Joe Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) That whole rant that that came from is hysterical. What is the Russell Brand thing? I I don't. I he was an actor, right? And then he's now he's just podcasting. Yeah, he's podcasting. What's his? He's funny. He's, he's really funny. funny. He was comedian, right? I mean, he was yeah. kind of came from that. He's background. very funny, but he's also just I think common sense. Generally speaking, he's common sense because he seems to be yes. sane on some things. Yes, but then he, wasn't he also yeah. married to Katy Perry, which pushes back against that narrative yeah. completely? I mean, sanity is you know it's a flow. It's a right. you know okay. it's, it's like the ocean, mm-hmm. ebb and flow, ebb and flow. Sometimes the tide's way out. Other times you're like, I'm going to be crushed by this crazy wind. (laughs) So, all right. See you tomorrow on radio. This is the Glenn Beck Program.